Well, people of God, it is Christmas Day. And before I share the message that I've got in my heart uh, for today, I just want from Pastor Lindsay and I and all of our team here at VS, we want uh, to wish you a happy and blessed Christmas to all of our awesome people at VS and VB. I trust that you've all signed on today and that you're going to celebrate with us because we want to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior with you. May you have a really, really blessed day today with your family and so on. Amen. You know, um, every year, uh, I must say, when I wait on the Lord for the message to preach on Christmas Day, I always end up with the same theme. I can never get away from it. And that theme is purely love. It takes me back to the apostle of love, John the Beloved, who wrote in his gospel, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John chapter 3, verse 16. I've entitled this message, Christmas, the Spirit of Love. Christmas, the Spirit of Love. You see, Christmas Day is not actually about Father Christmas, turkeys, glitter, lights, gifts, decorations, and Christmas trees, and anything else that we are used to in order to celebrate Christmas. Now, in themselves, these things are great. It's time of holiday, and so we do something special, and we light up, uh, we put Christmas lights up, and it creates a lovely atmosphere, and so on and so on. Nothing wrong with these things. But the important thing to understand is it's not about these things. It's not even about family getting together. However nice this is. Great opportunity once a year to get the family around the table and share a meal, which often we don't have time to do. Let me tell you what it's all about. Christmas is all about the display of the love of God for mankind. His great love for you and for me. We are, after all, celebrating the birth of a Savior and the Redeemer of this world. Hallelujah. You see, Christmas is all about reminding us of the extent that true love goes about the fact that love does not just talk, but acts and does the talk, walks the talk. God so loved the world that he gave. You see the action there. He gave. And he just didn't give us something menial. He gave us the best he, he, that he had, his only begotten son. Love doesn't just talk. Love acts. Amen. God did not only say, world, I love you. 
Now I'm getting on. Giving you a good message. I love you. He didn't just do that. He also demonstrated his great love by giving us his only begotten son. Wow. I hope that this message gets right through into your heart today. Is that Christmas, we unfortunately, even the church has been invaded by the worldly spirit. But Christmas is the spirit of love. It's not the spirit of partying. It's not the spirit of the world. It's not the spirit of pagan practices and Christmas trees. And that's not the spirit, the true spirit of Christmas. Christmas is a spirit of love. Hallelujah. You see, when God saw that the time was right to release his very own son into the world, when that time had arrived in God's calendar, he knew that the day would come, he knew it, when he would have to turn his back on his son that he loved with such a great infinite love. It did not take place, take, take God by surprise. He knew why he gave his son. They, God never does anything without purpose. He knew that his son was going to end up on a cross. He knew that. But he still gave us his only begotten son. Hallelujah. He knew that he would have to experience the pain of seeing his son being falsely accused, beaten, spat upon, and eventually brutally murdered sometime later by the very people that he loved so much. God knew these things. God is omniscient. He knows the past, present, and future. He knew this was going to happen. He also knew that he had all the power to rescue him. God knew that. I mean, he could have rescued Jesus any time. But he also knew that he would have to restrain himself from using this amazing power that he has. He would have to restrain himself from rescuing his son from all the pain. He would have to restrain himself. God knew that. And the reason is because he gave his son to be the perfect sacrifice for the sin of the world. So that those who received him would not have to face his wrath and judgment one day. You see, God so loved you, so loved the world, that's you and I. That he gave his only begotten son. This was an act of love. So Christmas Day when we celebrate the birth of Jesus is when these words of God become action. When he gave, he acted despite what was to come. He was very aware of it. God was motivated to take this action because he loved us so much. You know, I, I, I never understood, as, as time goes and I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand more and more how much God cares for me, how much he loves me. It's not something that we grasp just like that. 
As time goes, you experience more of the love of God. More and more you begin to understand. I don't think I will ever understand the vastness of God's love for me. And the same for you. But love gives. Love gives. Amen. So each Christmas, I am reminded that the Bible tells us that God is love. God is love. 1 chapter 4 verse, 1 John 4 verse 8 is the reference for that. 1 John chapter 4 verse 8. And as, and in each Christmas, I am reminded that each one of us believers are also called to walk the journey of love. To display that powerful characteristic of our Father, our Heavenly Father. To become givers rather than takers. And to show grace and mercy to all around us, especially towards those who are close to us. Especially to those who are close to us. If we don't start there, how can we love the people that we don't really know? We've got to begin there where it's a lot easier before we can get to loving others that we don't even know sometimes. You see, you cannot separate the Christmas season from the love chapter in the Bible. The two go hand in hand. And the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians gives us a series of criteria of what love really is. And I'm going to read this, this passage uh, for you and I want to spend little time in it so that we can on this Christmas day look at our own attitude, our own hearts and our own character in relation to the love principles that the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 8. So he says, Paul says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Wow. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels. In other words, I've got the supernatural language, but I don't have love. I'm a clanging symbol, empty, just making noise. That's all I am. And though I have a gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I, though I have all faith, wow, though I have all faith so that I can move mountains. In other words, when I speak to it, mountain, it moves. But I have not, I've not love. I am nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. You say, Pastor Michel, can I do that? Can I give all my things away to feed the poor and still not have love? Well, according to the Bible, I can. I may be doing it for other reasons, over motives. And though I give my body to be burned but have not love, it profits me nothing. I don't even get a stitch of profit from it in the sight of God. And he goes and he gives us a criteria for love. Love suffers long. You know that 
Long-suffering is a kind of an older English word for patience. In other words, when it says love suffers long, it's saying love is patient, very patient with others. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely, nor does it seek its own. It's not provoked. It thinks no evil. Wow. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Wow. Love never fails. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm reading this. I am highly challenged. Am I really walking in love? Are you really walking in love as a believer, as a Christian? And of course, the big question on this Christmas day is this. How do we measure to these love principles? How do we measure to these love principles? People of God, this is the time to forgive and release those who have hurt you un and release them unconditionally. This is the time to do that. This is the time to forgive. This is the time to make a decision to reach out to the lonely, to the lost, to the suffering, to the unlovely, those that we don't really want to associate with, and to those who are in need. Will you make time to have a special little gift of some kind, doesn't have to be expensive, that you can take to somebody that you know, who maybe has no family around, has no one around, just to be a blessing to them and show them the love of Christ over this Christmas period. You're going to be receiving gifts, but what about blessing someone who has nothing? Think about that. Christmas time is the time to change selfish attitudes and become outward looking rather than introspective. It's a time to look out. It's a time to look beyond yourself. This is a time to say to yourself, I will nurture these love principles in my life from this day forward. Take one at a time. Don't try and do all of them that Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13. No. Take one and begin to walk that one out. You probably have some that you do very well in, but there are others that you fail. Like me, we are human. But just take some of them and prepare yourself, make a decision to start walking one or two of his principles out in the year to come. So it's a time to say, I will nurture these love principles in my life, and I will change what needs to be changed and become a different person. God demonstrated his love on this day, 2,000 years ago, for you. He did it for you. If you were the only person on this earth, God would have died for you. This is my deep-rooted belief. Because he loves you so much. In return, we ought to demonstrate the same love as we follow in his 
footsteps. You see, the love we're busy talking about here in the Greek, it's called agape. It means the unconditional love that God shows towards us, his people. Agape love. We are called as a church of a living God to walk in agape love towards others. You know, Paul ends this list in 1 Corinthians 13 of a love characteristics by saying a very powerful thing to the Corinthian believers. He says, love never fails. Do you know that it's the only thing that I know of in the Bible that is absolutely guaranteed success? And that is the love walk. Guaranteed success. It means that there is something that always brings success to our lives, and that is the choice to walk in the love of God every single day of our lives. You know, church, this is quite a challenge. I'm not in any way suggesting this is an easy thing to do. But if we don't bring a consciousness of love principles and that our God is love and that Christmas is all about the spirit of love, if we don't bring that consciousness into our focus, we will never walk in love towards other people the way God wants us to walk in love. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you, Christmas, yes, you can gather family around, you can have Christmas dinner, Christmas lunch, share presents and all of this, and have glitter and, and lights and Christmas trees and all of these things. But none of these are actually what the real Christmas is all about. It's about celebrating the love of God towards mankind. When he birthed his son into the world. It was the beginning of a journey. That the son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, will begin to walk a journey. That will end when he was 33 years of age. On a cross. It was the beginning of a plan that God had purposed. From the foundation of the world, the Bible says, Christ was crucified. Do you know his crucifixion 2,000 years ago was a physical replica of what actually took place from the foundation of the world? God had already made the plan. And now he birthed him into the world so that we could see the plan as humans. This is a time to also consider to give your heart to Jesus and bring him into your life to be the center of your life. Amen. So let's make a decision this Christmas to adopt the love walk as a priority in our lives. To walk in forgiveness, patience, Kindness towards others, humility, mercy, grace, and so on, every single day of our lives. You see, God made a difference to the world by displaying his love through giving Jesus to the world.
That's you and I. We also, in return, can make a difference to this world by following in his footsteps, filling our hearts with his love and walking in love each day of our lives. I don't know about you, but I gave my heart to Jesus 43 years ago. I still remember those vividly who really cared for me as a 28-year-old young man. I will never forget them. They impacted my life. They left a legacy in my life. And today I can sit here, stand here, and preach this message to you because of them. They showed me the love of Christ. What about you? Are you prepared to leave a legacy in someone else's life by showing them the love of Christ in this Christmas season? So this Christmas season, let's search our hearts in this matter. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Have a super rest of day and a super rest of Christmas season. Amen. And perhaps you've watched this, this message today and you never th thought of Christmas like this. Because perhaps you've never brought Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You see, you won't have a revelation of the love of God for you until your spiritual eyes are open to spiritual things. And that happens when you get born again into the kingdom of God. Now, a lot of people don't like that terminology. I didn't invent it. No one invented it. Except Jesus. He said, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That term born again was spoken of by Jesus. In other words, what he's saying is you're going to be birthed in the natural world. But you also got to be birthed in the spiritual world. And that happens when you give your heart to Jesus. Christmas Day is no better day. And making that decision. Many thousands and thousands, in fact millions, have made that decision. I have never looked back. 43 years later, I'll never change my mind about walking with Jesus. Till the day I die, he will be my Lord and my Savior. What about you? Will you consider that? God is love. He's not here to ruin your life. No. Is there to actually empower you and make you a success. This is what happened to me and countless others. Now that doesn't mean every day is a bed of roses. No, but the Lord is, will be there for you. will see you through thick and thin. Your life will never be the same again. Are you prepared to receive Jesus on this Christmas day? Well, if you are, just pray simple prayer from the bottom of your heart. Pray this with me. Say, Lord Jesus... I confess that I am a sinner. And I bring my heart to you today. Because of your love for me. I now open my heart to you on this Christmas day. I say, Lord, come into my life. I want to prepare myself for a new year. Walking with Jesus. 
So I invite you to be my Lord and Savior this morning. Come into my heart. Make your home in my life. I ask you to forgive my past, every sin that I've committed. And I ask you to lead and guide me and to give me your spirit to dwell in me so that I can walk with you every single day from today forward. So Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Amen. You know, the Bible says to those who received him, he gave a right to become children of God. So I want to tell you on this day, if you've made that prayer from your heart, you are now a child of God, not just a creature of God, but you are now a child, son or daughter of a living God. And his favor will be on you. So if you're watching this father live stream or we... And you would like to let us know who you are. We would love to know who you are. Just click the button on a new believer or send us a chat, a message on the chat and give us your name, your phone number, so that we can follow up on you and help you take your first steps as a Christian. So today I just want to say, may your day be blessed and welcome to the family of God. God bless you. On this Christmas day, I, as a father of my ministry, as a father of this house, I just want to speak the blessing upon you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Go out there to impact this world, the love, the power of Christ that is in you, especially this Christmas season. God bless you all. Amen and amen.